The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Mr. Meat Mate? Um, <laughs> He's like, just been what? sending out stickers, actually. Yeah. If you guys want a couple stickers, let us know. Come to sure, uh, yeah. find us on Facebook anywhere. You know, anywhere. Message one of us, and we'll get some st- a couple stickers out to you. You just need to give us your address if you're willing to do that. Then you run the risk of having Doctor Feelgood like show up at your doorstep, <laughs> or just sending you weird stuff. That could happen too. That no. could happen. <laughs> what's What's up with you? Um. Yep. Lots of stuff, man. Like just tons, actually. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I can never have like just a normal week. Like that never happens for me. Um, I would love a week where I could just like go to work, come home, go to bed, and kind of repeat the process. It never happens like that. So, uh, washing machine that I have uh, took a shit. Apparently, I don't know. It's one of those like front load jobs. And mm-hmm. it's all electrical and all that bullshit. So I mean, one thing goes wrong, and the whole the whole job's fucked. Um, so I took the top off of it and couldn't get to what I needed to. Took the back off of it, couldn't get to what I needed to. I have to go in through the front of everything. So I'm having to like take everything apart. It's fucking. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. Um, gearing up to go to St. Louis next week. Um, finish up some filming on this documentary that I'm doing. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to catch my fucking breath. It's driving me nuts. You know what this episode is, right? This is 250, dude. This is episode 250. 250. Um, Pretty damn impressive. Quite the milestone, I will say. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. Oh, speaking of you being super busy, I am yeah. sure you're not going to be able to make it. I texted you about it, but it was one of the many texts that went unanswered. Love you. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Next week, God. next weekend in Kansas City. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to make it down. I'm not, but yeah. Probably not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's a Kansas City mes- metaphysical fair in town. Which would be super cool to go and to. And they have a, three times a year. And I've never actually been before. They have I this three want... times a year? Yeah, March, June, wow. and then October, I think, for three days. That's awesome. And it's actually pretty close to my house, and look, we got press passes. God damn it. God so I'm going to go do some interviews yeah. and talk to people, interview the people that are doing it and whatnot, and we'll put that out on here. I tell you what, and... though. 
If I do show up, can I just crash crash at your place? Can I do that? Probably. Wait a minute. You said yes? That's a yes? Yeah, I have I'm just shit. showing up anyway. I don't even give a fuck. I'm just going to show up then. No, um, I could find. I could definitely find room for you somewhere. What do you mean somewhere? Like, I don't like how it sounds. <laughs> so it's actually Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I was planning oh, on going man. Saturday, but... Damn. You know, we have tickets for the weekend, so... That's so cool, though. That's so cool. So you were teasing me there. You're not going to make it. <laughs> I'm just going to show up at your house. <laughs> you don't even have my address. You It'll be fine. Koopsik. It'll be fine. I know the general I know where area. you live. Yeah. You don't know where I live. You've been here a time or two. Yeah. So... I'm going to mention something else. I, I told you I wanted to start doing at the beginning or somewhere in the yes. episode I want to mention. Yes. Just mention some of our followers, just one person each episode, one one, one account somewhere, somebody that follows us somewhere. And uh, they've got to be active. They don't necessarily have to interact with us necessarily. I want to just start including people that I've seen and whatnot. So there is a group a paranormal group in Ontario on Twitter. Nice. And it's copy C O P I. They are at C O P I nine Oh five on Twitter. Go follow them. If you're in that area and you're looking for a group to come investigate, look them up and tell them that we told them to find you. That's super cool. Yeah. So something simple. I just want to start doing mentioning somebody that follows us somewhere. I do like week. that. I do like that. What else do we got going on, pal? What's new with you? I feel like we never talk anymore, Koopsik. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy for me. Oh, what the F? Uh, no, Nick. Uh, Nick says, excuse me, sir. Is this the couch auction? auction? I don't know <laughs> what he means by that. Sure, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> you got a couch for sale? Uh, there's c- plenty of free ones on, on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> free couches yeah you probably crack free everything those. On yeah Craigslist. you could You've probably been like, on there no i haven't uh i i don't feel like getting shot um to go pick up stuff that i could just go to target and get um no i just yeah, think yeah i get it it's free but i'm also still alive if i go to target and just get the shit like you know what i'm saying um those couch cushions you could probably crack in half what is your the, your you love saying that, right? I do. You like thinking about I that do. sort of thing, apparently too. I, what do you mean? What do you mean? Just cracking stuff in half? It's always lingering on your mind. It is, man. It's always there. You know me too well. You know me way too well. So what's new? I already told you what's God. new. I want to know what's new with you. My wife comes home tomorrow. Ah, I see. I won't be stopping by this weekend. <laughs> Actually, Tuesday, Friday night, we're going to a concert at a casino here in town. Who are you going to see? Tyson and his band, plus oh, fuck, they're a bunch good. of other bands. They're so good. What are you doing Friday night? <laughs> Free tickets. What am I doing Friday night? Um, probably just letting a group into the manor and all that fun stuff. 
I don't know, man. That's pretty much all I fucking do. Like, it's all I do. This guy, I think, is seriously looking for a couch. I don't know if you're in the right place, pal. I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, he says, um, <laughs> well, yeah, so, so Tommy Urardi says, Dr. Feelgood, what the hell is up? He made it out to the PodCon meetup. Nice. He's a friend of mine. Hell yeah. Uh, Nick Borchardt also said, yes, the couch, please. Uh, um, oh, Gaz says, meet couch. And he says, is this where I purchased the couch? This, this is where couch I get the couch, staying. guys. This, okay, this guy is this, stuck this, on a couch. No, that's fucking how much? Hilarious. How much is the couch, Josh? How much is the couch? 50 bucks, guys. 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Yep, just cruise over to Patreon. <laughs> couch is yours. <laughs> I have no... Like, I must like our page. I don't know. It's good stuff, though. Keep asking about the couch. You might get somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he said sold. See? Now just give out your address. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Just give us the address. <laughs> Show up with the couch. Yeah, we'll oh my it. god, dude! Have you like? Right, so have I, you been? What? Have you been looking at any of the news around here, like the the paranormal news shit? I, I see it all the time, oh. streaming through, you know, everywhere. Um, I do have one that I just pulled up. Oh, okay, okay. I shared with our friends at Pod Bros because this might affect them okay lower michigan may be target of falling chinese space station (laughs) shit what is that supposed to happen uh it says the lower peninsula of the no way no way what what that is fucking nuts man no is often referred to as the mitten because its shape resembles winter hand coverings or perhaps the leather gloves. Um, the shape may be Shit. iconic if the latest predictions hold true that China's dead and falling Taiyagong 1 space station will pierce Earth's atmosphere on or about April 3rd and head straight for the pocket of Michigan's mitt. Fuck. Will be this be catch. the last out for the wolverine state Jesus. <laughs> little tongue-in-cheek well, there <laughs> an aerospace graphic shows that parts of southern lower michigan fall into the region listed with the highest probability of debris landing no shit uh the huh. aerospace corporation operates a Federally funded research and development center in El Suongo, California, which provides technical guidance and advance or advice on all aspects of space missions to military, civil, and commercial customers. Wow. So, yeah, they track this. Um, they lost contact. Oh, it was launched in 2011. 8.5 tons is how much the space station weighs. Yikes, man. Uh, They lost contact and control in January 2016. Since then, its final resting place has been the subject of speculation. That kind of (laughs) sucks. That really kind of sucks. (laughs) Another high... So they have no idea. So listen to this. Other high probability areas 
include northern China, central Italy, southern Spain, the Middle East, New Zealand, whoa, whoa, Tasmania, whoa, 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 whoa. South America, South Africa. That's literally every continent on this planet. Right. So they're they're Except basically for just Antarctica. Saying, they're basically just saying we have no fucking idea where this is gonna land. Um, and the, the northern United States. Jesus, um, man, that's nuts. I feel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. You know, if this crashes anywhere on land, it's going to hit the news. We're going to see this. We're going to be hearing about this if it does come to fruition. They warn that if it does land, do not get too close to the debris. Oh no, shit! So potentially there may be highly toxic, toxic and corrosive substance called hydrazine on board the spacecraft that could survive re-entry for your safety do not touch any debris you may find on the ground nor inhale vapors let's go please go huff the we need to go bottle that and sell it those vapors uh, new ecto drug oh my god cause zombies around the world hey you know what people are popping like tide pods and shit like that i'm sure they would easily the shit would fly off the shelf promise It'd be great. It'd be absolutely great. Man. What else do I got? So, yeah, we they had that, that other meteorite that may or may right, not actually right. hit the ground, whatever, not some time back. And now China's trying to bomb them. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Hey, by the way, a little more doom and gloom for you guys, okay? <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. Um, apparently a monster, oh. a monster solar flare is going to hit tomorrow. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. And it, there's a chance I actually sent this to my wife. There's a did chance you? that it could, oh, I can't even remember what it said. Just read it. Well, it's, it's so small, uh, but it does say like, oh, then this isn't the one I was thinking. Like it says you in all likelihood heard that there's a, a monster solar flare that will actually hit earth tomorrow. Now, it's only guys the chance of this actually happening is so fucking minute it's almost laughable um but anyway it does say if it does hit it will cause uh beetlegeist to become a red giant and then completely burn <laughs> burn us up you know before it then goes supernova uh the sun will disappear when beetlegeist swallows the sun before <laughs> it's supernova as well um yeah, I mean, there's absolutely, like, zero chance of this actually happening. Um, but, yeah, pretty interesting. But, yeah, apparently there is talk of a solar flare kind of fucking with some stuff tomorrow. We'll see. We so this see. is not the one that I saw. Well, uh, this, yeah, you said April, right? No, this is tomorrow, as in March 14th. Oh, okay. The one I saw was March 18th. Well, I'm trying to pull oh. it up right here. We're just um, in Shitsville over here. <laughs> My God. Okay. Just solar flares all over the This one's from Mysterious place. Universe as well. Solar storm on March 18th could cause headaches and disrupt sleep around the world. So this one sounds a little, like it's a little bit more intense than the other one. Yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, according to Russian scientists, the sun is about to hit us in the head. 
a solar weather forecast from the Russian Academy of Sciences say that on March 18th, the sun will spit a solar flare in our direction, triggering a geomagnetic storm with the potential to shut down electronics as well as cause headaches, dizziness, and sleepiness in people around the world. <laughs> if, uh, you the <laughs> if you experience storm, dizziness, sleepiness, <laughs> and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I was good. Um, oh so it says God. that this is the this will be the third one hitting this year. This may be the same thing because they don't mention the one on the 14th. That's weird. I don't so, know. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe it is. It, maybe it is the same. They just I think the 18th. I'm going to tell work that the sun is really getting to my head. Yeah, and I'm going to stay home from just work. Just gonna just gonna take a day, just kind of hang out at home. You know, so I'm gonna do. Well, it's Sunday, so I'm gonna be doing that anyways. Shit. And actually, I just looked at my calendar, and I'm gonna be on Chuck Motherfucking Banks show. Motherfucker. Him so. and I had a great fucking conversation the other night. I love that guy. Love that guy. He's good. Sauce. Tommy says, "How much for a gram of ecto of the new ecto <laughs> drug?" It's only like a buck, man. Yeah, super cheap, super high. <laughs> super cheap, super high. Oh, my Lord. It's good stuff, pal. Good stuff. All right, what else do we got over here? Let me see. You know, there was a pretty interesting story, um, and it's, this has been, like, developing now for, for months. Um, the the uh, The alien mummy looking things that they have found in nazca peru you've heard about those i mean i think we've even mentioned them a time or five uh, but scientists now are revealing that those peru alien mummies have chromosome numbers of humans but not the same anatomy um buddy i'm just gonna i'm gonna read through this and then we're i gotta i gotta get some shit off my chest so it says researchers in Russia have been looking at samples of tissue that were taken from the strange alien-looking creatures found in Peru last year. Uh, the mummy has three fingers and a skull that is elongated, and ufologists have been very excited uh, since the find. Now, the Peru mummy de dates back to the 5th century A.D. First analysis of the tissue samples indicated... Um, <laughs> That the money which was given the name of Maria. Uh, they they meant to say mummy, I think, instead of money. But Maria, found in a tomb close to the Nazca lines in Peru, um, was that of a humanoid being, 23 pairs of chromosomes. Uh, mummy is said to date back to the 5th century AD, blah, 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 which is millennium before America was discovered by Europeans. Oh, my God. So x-ray reveals that rib structure differs uh, from human beings. This is this is interesting stuff. It really is. So in a way, what they're saying here is they're very, very similar to humans with like the 23 chromosomes or 23 pairs of chromosomes. Um, however, they, they look much different. They're, they're smaller. There's only three fingers. Um, their skulls are elongated and all of that. I mean, you know, a very small mouth, 
pursed type lips, um, the larger eye sockets, the whole nine yards. I mean, it looks like a fucking alien. But the, it, what it sounds to me like is they're more human than than anything else. Um, do, have you heard about this yet, Koopsik? I think I saw a few things about it. It's freaking nuts to me. It's absolutely nuts. So now think about it. I mean, I, now I don't know yet, but I'm going to look into this a little more because I'm sure that uh, the people that we would consider to be, you know, ancient astronaut theorists out there. Um, what's the guy with the hair? What's that guy? Who's the I guy? don't remember his name. He's he's literally on our screen um, on our video now. Right. And so we, the guy so with the hair. with his face on it. <laughs> We'll probably get sued, but oh well. Get yours now before it gets taken down. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, but anyway, it, it interests me to see what these people are saying because if they if they are that close and that similar to humans, well, then this opens up the the idea that we did in fact come from some type of alien species. Am I making sense? Um. Throw God out the window. Throw religion out the fucking window. Don't think about that right now. What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is we descended from that. We are descendants of that or that type of being. Um, this, that, <laughs> I mean, this opens up so many different cans of worms. It's not even funny. I don't want to talk about religion or any of that bullshit right now. Um, but good Lord. Like, what if some of these, what if some of these people are right? What if some of these ancient astronaut theorists are correct in their thinking? What say you? It wouldn't be anything too crazy. I mean, that those it would been out here for a long time. I mean, it would definitely be a crazy thing. Don't get me wrong. Because everything that we have been theory. taught, no, but everything that we have been taught would be completely false. As in, like, where we came from, how we evolved from apes and all of this bullshit, which still could but technically even be true. now still say that there's still the missing link there. Right. There's nothing that says that that can't be an alien. Oh, my God. Yeah, except society. <laughs> like, that's who says it can't be an alien. You it's know all what? society. I was, I, we... Today, I... I so I'm in a few Facebook groups that are about other podcasts and in yeah. one they posted one of the people in the group posted something about something calling talking about aliens and basically called it a conspiracy theory. And yeah, if I think about it, it could be considered a conspiracy theory because they maybe they're hidden or whatnot. But are am I that detached? From the regular world that the thought of aliens doesn't associate conspiracy to me do i am i like in the know like not in the know that's the wrong term because of course i don't know i think you're but trying to I, say you're trying to say I been, woke you're woke <laughs> yeah but if i've been in this field so long that now i'm jaded to everything maybe no i have similar thoughts like all the time however like the difference is like kubsik i think you have a pretty solid head on your shoulders you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so maybe you are jaded though 
when it comes to this shit. Maybe you are because how I long? I just don't tie those two together right. in my mind. Conspiracies I, and aliens are I don't two either. separate things. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we should start looking in that direction. I don't know. I don't know, bud. No, I don't want to be like that. You don't want to do it? You know, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I'm so interested in, like, where this story is going to, to go. How it's going to, how it's going to, like, just finish itself out. I want to know so fucking much. That it just, it kills me. I mean, they didn't just find, like, one they found multiple, multiple bodies. I mean, this is amazing, amazing stuff. Three fingers. <laughs> okay. Uh, our, so we had, I didn't even tell you this. We had a, a, our biggest Patreon pledge over the weekend. Oh, my God. Somebody is now a doctor's minion. Whoa. And Whoa. that person we know, you know. Who? It's Mr. Eric Innsbrenner. Eric. Is now our top patron, and he's now watching live, and he has Eric, a few questions. Eric, as a personal thank you, I'm going to get you your own, your very own bingo dabber. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, he says that, do you think alien cum is white? <laughs> and I'd like to think it's defying gravity and glittery. I can't even fucking talk. Glidden called us some sexy bitches. Thanks, Glidden. Oh my God. My dog farted, dude. It stinks so bad in here right now. Oh God <laughs> damn it. Ugh. disgusting he's just like he's laying right beside me and just freaking oh god he's gonna gas me out of this joint where are we at are we at a break i guess you don't usually get up on your break i don't i don't get up eric says he's gonna use the bingo dauber on you i'm fine with this we've had this discussion it's fine it'll be fine i'm gonna go get a let's take a break real quick <laughs> you can um, go get a beer We'll come back. Yeah, I want to go get a drink. All right. So, all right. After come. the discussion of glittery alien cum, I need one. All right, come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. 
Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. One night. One location. One group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. <laughs> Oh, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the Brush with Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the Ectoplasm Show. joshherd.net. All right, I'm recording now. What do you, right, what do you, what's so, the goddamn funny? All right. So they're talking about what I left with, um, Which, well, what Eric left us with. Um, the bingo dabber? <laughs> no. The, so David said, they don't say come. It's, since it's glittery, glittery it's called bedazzle. Uh, then he said, Eric said, what about bejizzle? And David said, isn't that Tom Brady's wife? <laughs> You guys are bad. You guys and are bad. And then he says, uh, "Terrible." Uh, that I should read out this conversation, uh, <laughs> this entire conversation Why out not? loud, which I did before he even put that in there. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh and Faye's watching us. It's been a long time since hey, we heard from Faye. I talked to Faye the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since you talked to. <laughs> oh my God. So let's. Um, Let's mention a couple things. We have Threadless. If you want an Ectoplasm show is hosted by Aliens t-shirt or a Meat Mate t-shirt or a uh, He Did Me From Behind Which Felt Great <laughs> mug or we have it Science Bitches Pillows. If you want all that stuff, go to our Threadless, which is Threadless, uh, ectoplasmshow.threadless.com. Get that stuff. Become a patron and you can get some of that stuff for free. If you go high enough, even a dollar though will get you a shout out and make us feel good about ourselves. So go to patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show and all that stuff could be found at ectoplasmshow.com. Hell yeah. We also have phone numbers 913 730 You could text me, send me pictures. Let's see. I think there might be something in there. Really? Um, oh, our buddy Josh down in Texas. Yes. Is also a meat mate. That's right. Uh, he said he had not heard of Teeter 
but yeah, had definitely heard of Project Pegasus. This was a badass episode, he said. You know, it's super weird, too, that you bring this up because, <clears throat> like, honestly, before we did the show, before we did anything like that, I I was so I, I wasn't very familiar with Teeter at all, at all. Um, did a lot of research and all that fun shit, did the show, and now literally, buddy, I am seeing all sorts of shit for him. And I, mm-hmm. I and it's not like ads or anything like that. So I I wouldn't say, oh, it's it's Google like doing this or that. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest that. But what the hell? Like it's super weird, man. It's I saw super an article weird. I texted this is another thing I texted you about that you didn't respond to. Man. I saw an article man. the other day at work when I was looking just looking through crap yeah. that tied John Teeter to Trump. I did read through that. Like, I did read but, that text. Yeah, yeah it I was didn't get back to Only like, so John, uh, uh, Trump's uncle was named John Trump, and I think it was John Trump. It was, it was his uncle was an electronic engineer likened to Tesla, in a lot of ways, not. As smart and whatever is Tesla, but likened to him in a lot We're of ways. Gonna make electricity. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people um, claimed that he was actually working on some time travel stuff, and they caught a bolt. <laughs> so this whole story was just—they caught a bolt of lightning hitting Trump Tower in Chicago and claimed that it was to power the time machine. And there was a stupid fucking article. But they said all this stuff about Teeter in it. He's too fucking easy to make fun of. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whether you like the guy or not, you got to fucking make fun of him every once in a while. I don't even give a shit. My God. Because, like, when you said... <laughs> I don't know why Bohemian Rhapsody, like, went right into my head at that moment. Because all I could hear was... When I sent it to you? No, when you said what you just said. Like, on top of a tower, uh-huh. and then you said, then lightning struck, and I was like... And I was like Oh, thunderbolts and lightning! It's very, very frightening. He can drop his voice. Damn it! I don't know why, but now I can't. Uh, like all of Freddie Mercury's vocals have been replaced by Trump, um, so that's what's going on in my brain right now. So I'm. Well, I actually have another time travel story right here. Are you fucking serious? Like more, more. Time traveler says. Part of Haley's Comet will crash into Lake Erie. Boy, they're just getting the shaft, aren't they? <laughs> Damn it. So uh, next. So this isn't until 2061. But uh, only let's... only part of Haley's Comet? Only part. So okay. actually, you know, not a lot of people know that part of the Great Lakes is actually made up by a meteor strike. There's a massive crater underneath one of the lakes that actually forms one of the lakes there. Did not realize. Um, it just popped into my head reading about this. So, But I'll, I'll go into the story. It says, the next predicted time Halley's Comet will occur or come by is on January 28, 2061. Those of us yes. lucky enough to still be... 
Five will have a great view of the famous orb because it will be on the same side of the sun as the Earth. Unfortunately, the number of us lucky enough to see it may be zero. A man claiming to have traveled to the year 2061, so he didn't come back from there. He traveled to there. Oh, okay. And then came okay. back. Then came back. Says there will be no humans around to gaze at Haley's Comet because what? a piece of it breaks off and slams into Lake Erie, killing everyone on the planet. Nice. Wow. All right. God. Here's a quote, quote from him. Hi, my name is Jeff Williams, and I'm a time traveler to the year 2061 and back. Jackass. In the year 2061, <laughs> the world no longer exists. I was sent back as part of a top-secret group called Celerity in order to ensure that the timeline remains stable. So wait. Now, that that goes against what Teeter says. But he also, well, it does go against what Teeter says, but it also, how I'm reading that, if they're trying to keep the timeline stable, that means they want to keep this happening? No, I think... Is that what it sounds like? Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Then why would he tell us? That, yeah. What a dick. Dick move, man. <laughs> I'm going to call that fucker. <laughs> what did he say his name was? Jeff Williams. See, that's so... That's such an easy-peasy name. It's like John Smith, man. Damn it. So it... So his military... This article doesn't really... T all this article does is talk about all the other time travelers that are coming around this time. Let me ask, though, because you just said, like, military, right? So is is he claiming that he was in the military then? Um, Because many of the other, like, people that are saying they are time travelers have all claimed military. That is a consistency that we're seeing pretty much across the board. Now this story is going into a band that the the Bill Haley and the Comets band. All right. The Rock right. and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in Cleveland on the shores of Lake Erie. Dun, dun, dun. So it's because of that band. They fucked it all up, man. I knew they were. Fuck joking. Cleveland. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Cleveland. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Another thing's going to happen in 2061. Uh, but the story itself bounces all over the place. It wasn't worth reading. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. Again, I don't see what's why everybody is jumping on this time traveler bandwagon now. Everybody's claiming to be a fucking time traveler nowadays. I don't know, man. Like, there are literally dozens of stories just over the past few weeks that I have personally come across. You know. I'm losing my stuff over here. Goodness gracious, pal. What else do we got over here? Like, all this is like just political shit. People are drinking milk from cow teats. Decent. I'm not reading it. <laughs> it's decent. 
Uh, more UFO here. A new UFO captured over Colorado Springs. Did you hear about this one? No. Multiple people, multiple witnesses, strange lights hovering, turning on and off. It's, this is ridiculous. What is this? So I got a new, a couple new apps that find the news for you. What? You're cheating. <laughs> how how am I cheating? I'm pl- I'm playing smart. It is smart. You so this is it. this is just an enticing headline. Um, it could be crap. It's from Disclose.tv. Okay. The wild truth about Taco Bellinami's commercial. The Bellu-Minati. The Bellu-Minati. The what? Taco Bellu-Namati. You've seen those commercials. For, oh, you don't have TV. Why? Well, you, have... you don't have cable or TV. No. You have TV, but... No. So Taco Bell's been running these series of commercials where the big burger joints are the Illuminati and they want to take out Taco Bell because they're starting what? fries. That's what the, the theme of the commercial is. What? And there's all this Illuminati theming in it and all this stuff in there. Damn. Uh, it's just a fucking video. God damn it. I hate that. <sighs> yeah. So I, it, it's some guy sitting on his couch like us tearing down the or picking through all the stuff. It might be fun to watch, but I'll share it in the Facebook group, but I don't want to watch it right now. Dude, that's freaking hilarious. What did you call it? The Belluminati? Belluminati. Where, where did it go? It's gone. Oh. It's gone. Oh, it was, I was in the unread section, so I had oh. already read that. The Belluminati, the Taco Belluminati. That's amazing. I'm gonna have so, to like yeah, look I'll these commercials. Yeah, the I'm gonna have to like see some of these commercials because it's hilarious. Um. This says here, an 1890 New York Times article has been found which describes the discovery of a race of Indian giants. Huh. 1890 New York Times article, race of Indian giants. Article states that about 50 skeletons of Indians were found at an Indian graveyard near Edgewater Avenue in Pleasantville with many of them measuring seven feet tall, one of which measures eight feet tall. Now, back in 1890, people were much shorter then. So, yeah, maybe they did seem that's like giants. That's true but to a point. That's all, it, uh, that's all they're giving us here. That's all they're giving us. Ah, oh, there's a video. Yeah, fuck that. No thanks. Trump calls for the death penalty of drug dealers. You guys can figure that out on your own. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love this man. Proving amongst the flat earth theory. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he proves that uh, the earth is round, not flat. Astrophysicist, uh, science popularize i don't even know what this is 
recently took aim at the flat earth conspiracy, attempted to debunk the controversial concept once and for all. In an episode of his Star Talk YouTube program, Tyson explained to his co-host, comedian Chuck Nice, how scientists know that the earth is indeed round and not flat. Did you watch that? I did not. I literally was looking at the headline for that article when you mentioned Tyson. Like I was oh, looking interesting. for stories. We're always on we're on the same page, buddy. I'm gonna have to watch the video, but I mean it's nine minutes long, so we're not gonna do that now because no. But man. I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love the man. It's good stuff. What do you got, pal? Possession of magic salt lands Russian celebrity psychic in jail. What? Oh, so apparently shit. they have some big celebrity psychics in other parts of the world that we necessarily haven't heard about because All right. we don't care about those damn dirty Russians. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. The weird world of celebrity shot. psychics in Russia has was rocked this past week when a famous clairvoyant turned fugitive was finally captured. Huh. One of the stars of our favorite Russian TV show, Battle of the Psychics. That sounds awesome. I wonder what kind of weapons they use. <laughs> you two fight to the death. Arseny Karazadeviev was arrested last year for shoplifting at St. Peter Petersburg Mall. Making matters worse for the celebrity psychic, police discovered that he was carrying a small bag of white powder, which Karazadev claimed was, quote, magic salt. Sounds, no doubt sounds, like, uh, to, sounds like it might be nose candy to uh, me. No doubt hoping to escape being, or hoping to escape justice using this purported superpowers, the TV star subsequently made bail and then went on the run. Landing him on a place of Russia's most wanted list? That gets you on the most wanted list? I wonder if they're just... I wonder if he literally was on the... They, they gotta be dealing with a lot worse than that. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but his misadventures came to an end this past week when cops finally caught up to him Confounded. and took him into custody. You didn't see it coming. Damn it. Just damn it. See, you think if you're if you're a psychic and you know your shit... You might know what their next move may be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It says, in know. addition, uh, and in a somewhat unsurprising turn of events, it would appear that the magic salt was nothing of the sort, as Kazev Dev, whatever his name is, is also now facing drug possession charges <gasps> centered around the unidentified <sighs> substance. Get out of here. Oh, the sad turn of events represented quite the fall for the psychic you know, who once captivated the country on national television guys, while doing problem. battle with a witch and a skeptic. Whoa. I want to see this Whoa. show. He did battle so this says, with a witch and a skeptic. Yeah, I got to track this down. We got to figure it out. We got to find it. What did you call it? Battle of this the guy Psychics? Is that what it was? That's what they called it. Yes, yeah. Russia. Battle of the Psychics. Yeah. That's bad. They linked to another article where he made predictions for Russia. I don't think he was um, 
included as being arrested in those those predictions. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Let some shit slide there. Damn it, man. Just crazy. So, uh, you know, speaking of the end of the world and all this fun stuff that we've been discussing this evening, um, if you guys head over to your uh, your local Costco, they're now apparently selling apocalypse food survival kits. Um, yeah. Did you see so anything like this? Selling, well, what? Other places have been selling. So maybe they changed the branding on it. I mean, stuff in the outdoors store like right. Bass Pro and, and all the big ones like that. Sure. They've had these kits for a long time. And even Walmart sells these plastic buckets with quote unquote survival food and all this freeze dried stuff sure and then like go bags and stuff like that and whatnot if they rebrand if they all i could see this as being is they rebranded it to apocalypse kit yeah of course but my guess is this is i mean you could keep reading the story but i'm guessing that this is what it is it's just a a headline that catches people's attention yeah but i think i like the prices here are fucking astronomical yeah, uh, that stuff is pretty expensive. Good Christ. We're talking they, price I mean, range here. Like well, years. Well, this here, for example, the prices for the kits range from $1,000 to $6,000. Now, with these, you could it says you could feed uh, either a single person or uh, up to even a family of four uh, for a year, for one year. So one grand to six grand. One year of food. But then what do you do after the year? You know, well, hopefully after- by then you might have been able to establish yourself to get other know. means of getting food. Yeah, maybe. Well, what if everything's fucked? Well, the thing is that these things aren't made to sustain you forever. You're going to have, no matter how much somebody preps, really all you're trying to do is survive the initial whatever it is. You can, I mean, unless you're in a bunker and you have storage enough for yourself for 30 years yeah, or whatnot, you're going to have to, at some point, no matter where you're at, venture out and find stuff. Do you have a, uh, do you have a bug out bag ready to roll? I have a, well, I don't have it all in one bag, but I have things that I could throw in a bag quickly and go. Sure, sure. I do have like a very big first aid kit prepped and all kinds of outdoors and survival stuff that I could survive in the woods with anyways. But of course, most of that stuff doesn't include survival for my family because it would just be my camping stuff. But kind of a dick move there, Koopsik, but this is okay. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm, I wouldn't call myself a prepper and I don't right. think, I think that, if I survived whatever initially happened, I could find a way to make it happen. I find a way to, for my family and I to survive for a while. Right. Just with my knowledge of what I could do. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, I mean, it's, so being a prepper, most people, like hardcore preppers they prep for one specific thing whatever is in their mind yeah that they think is going to happen so now like, there may be one or two different things a couple different things but there's no way unless you have infinite resources or a shitload of money like right of uh, you know uh 
you could build some bunker or whatnot. But yeah. You know, it's it's really cool. Like I was I was watching some stuff and I forget exactly what it, it might have been like a doomsday prepper type show uh, that I was watching. But these people had purchased um, railroad cars. Uh, and mm-hmm. things like in like shipping containers and all of this yeah. shit. Uh, about five grand is all that they paid for for each uh, container. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> they would stack so, them like on top of each other. They buried a few of them. I mean, all sorts of shit. You know, it's really really cool what they did with it. Stocked full of food. There's like uh, sleeping quarters. The whole nine, man. Like these these people are ready to roll. Which that isn't even necessarily a new thing. I mean, it's becoming right. more popular to buy those things. But up yeah. before 2000, on the lead up to Y2K, and I'm pretty sure it was this event. It was somebody preparing for an event, and he made it a public place. He buried close to 30 school buses Jesus. and built a fallout shelter inside of these buses. And wow. it was going to be a place where the surrounding neighborhood and family and people could come. Wow, dude. And survive. And it's probably still there as far as I know. I mean, it's been a while since I've looked into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming. I heard it's... anything about it. But it, this was 20 years ago when this guy was working on it. And it's still an active place today that wow. he uses and, and can be a fallout shelter. There's that one place in Kansas. Um, I forget exactly what it was before. It might have been like a fucking silo of some sort, like a missile silo. I- you want a silo? I could get you a silo right no, now. If but you have he, the right amount of money, there's plenty of them for it. sale. But this guy turned this into a like a really cool facility with with rooms, mm-hmm. um, uh, hydroponic plant growth. Um, like everything was going to be renewable. Um, they were going to be growing their own food. I mean, the whole nine yards. And for, I God, I don't remember the price per unit, but, I mean, you and your family could purchase one of these. And, you know, um, but, I mean, even the, the, the location, the address itself is completely secret. There are armed guards out front. Like, you have to be deloused walking in, like, the whole fucking nine yards. Like, this guy went to extraordinary lengths uh, to make sure this was legit. Forget yeah, exactly where that was. I know it's Kansas somewhere. Yeah, there's actually a few of ones like that around Kansas. In fact, so I saw a show. I think it might have been Jesse Ventura's show. I don't know. It was I would about love to get cons- him on this show. It oh, was shit. about the, you know, the Denver airport and yeah, dude. These missile silos and other stuff. And this guy, so this guy that he was interviewing, what his job, what his life's work was, was converting these bunkers. That's what he did. He did, well, in that, and he built underground facilities. That's what he did with his life. Damn. There was one point at, and he, he talked about this, there was one point, and... It was like five or six years ago. I remember this. It was madness in the sense that there was this like feeling like worse than now that the the world was going to end. Okay. Like it was rampant out there yeah. that something was going to happen, that 
the government it was before 2012 that's what it was this was an episode about the build-up to 2012 okay this was before 2012 and this is when everybody was like we got to build bunkers and right and all this other stuff you know how it was with like the mayan calendar and all that shit yeah like the amount of craziness that was out there and in trying to survive that's what it was everybody was anyway so this guy he built underground facilities he also specialized in converting these silos, but he also built other kind of facilities at that time leading up to 2012. He couldn't buy the parts he need to build underground air filtration units because the oh. government was buying them all up. What? Yes. He couldn't buy them anymore because they were all sold to the government. There was just none of them out there for purchase. That's not sketchy. <laughs> Jesus. Huh. And he... He tied it to, he also said the only other, I I don't remember the quotes, but he talked about the building of um, the Denver airport and how a lot of that same equipment went into the Denver airport and whatnot. And yeah, it's hard to remember because, I mean, it's, that was 2012 was five years, six years ago now. Yeah, no shit. Well, five and a half years ago when the data was supposed to be, but. Yeah, I mean, obviously the government was worried about it too, or they were building just underground bunkers just for the hell of it. I mean, we all, I believe that the government has underground things. Why wouldn't they? Oh, I would totally agree with that, for sure. So, yeah, we, I don't even know where we started with this conversation. Mm. Yeah, I don't either. I read a story. You brought up something. I read a story. I don't oh, I it was it was Costco, man. It was the Costco oh, yeah. preppers, preppers. Yeah, the prepper yeah. stuff, yeah. Yep. All right, pal. So, do you have anything else? I do have a story, and actually David sent me and you the story, but he sent it to me. So okay. I would get it first. Yeah, because my phone's you never gone. check your messages. My phone's gone. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> dick <laughs> um and actually then i i didn't look at it i was going to read it later but then looking through the news the same story popped up so oh wow even though i found it separately i'm going to give david the credit because he did send it to me before i found <laughs> it and actually i probably wouldn't have clicked on it in all honesty if i hadn't if he hadn't sent it to me okay uh phantom hitchhiker encounter makes headlines in argentina nice i love these stories yeah in a strange story out of Argentina, a motorist claims to have provided a ride to a phantom hitchhiker and actually produced some purported evidence to the eerie encounter. According to Pedro Prione, the strange incident occurred late last month as he was en route to the town of San Jose de la Esquina. Along the way, he noticed a teenage boy at the side of the road looking for a ride and decided to give the youngster a lift. Friron says that the teen had little to say during the ride and when asked about his destination, merely told the man that he'd let him know when he wanted to stop. <laughs> All right. Shortly, yeah, shortly thereafter, the mysterious hiker asked to be dropped off at a specific spot along the road where another path splits off and leads to a cemetery. Fuck me. As one was has likely guessed by now when Perone 
Arrived at the location, he suddenly smelled something burning and quickly looked behind him into the cab of the truck to see what might be wrong. Turning back around, he was astonished to discover that there was now no one else in the truck with him, and amazingly, the rubber mats on the passenger side of the truck now sported a pair of footprints melted into them. What? Linking that, or thinking that perhaps the boy had run off, how do you how do you think that? I don't know. Uh, Perone searched the area but found no sign of the young man, and even went so far as to report the infant to the local police. That's where you go wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, to their credit, oh crap! To to their credit, reporters attempted to find out if they could have fabricated the story for attention. But Perone's peers in his hometown vouched for his character and indicated nice. that such a scenario was unlikely. Now, we don't have that kind of camaraderie in our neighborhoods these days. That's a good point. You make up some crazy story and you go off spouting it to... I mean, every yep. time I watch the news, half the people they interview are idiots. Yes. If if there was somebody they had on there, I, I would just think, what a... Like, I guess it depends on their demeanor. They always like to. The news always likes to find Dude, like the. I know. The most bizarre people. They find which the people. Is great TV. It's great TV. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if anybody's convinced by them. I, oh, fuck. I hope not. But they still. No, you're absolutely right. Though they do. They like to find the. Uh, fucking nut bars. So, yeah, I mean, that's the story. They posted a picture of the... There's a video associated with it as well, but they... That looks like a tire. They posted a picture of what looks like the floorboard with shoe prints in there. So Melted in. Yeah, melted in. Wow. I, you know, that, I was... I can't... I'll have to look at, back at the stories that I looked at. But there was another story that I saw about a phantom hitchhiker. Uh, maybe it was the same one. I don't even remember where I saw it. I mean, I was looking through so many apps just now. I saw yeah. another one. It's pretty good stuff, though. Have you ever... I, I've talked about my hitchhiking experience. Have you ever c considered stopping for someone on the side of the road? Um. Yes. I've considered it. Um never have done it but i mean in all honesty man i could maybe count on on one hand the number of times that it's that it's actually happened to me now what about not necessarily a hitchhiker but what if somebody was broken down have you ever stopped to help out somebody broken down i've done that yes plenty of times actually yeah, yeah. nothing weird strange ever happened no but it's that one time man that i know one time i know most of the time you know what um when I do stop or whatever, I'll I'll just ask the question like, "Hey, man, like you need help? You need a phone? Um, you know what do you need?" Most of the time, they already have it handled. Either like a tow truck or somebody is on the way, or it's just like a flat and they can they can handle it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my experience. I've never stopped to help anybody. I've thought about it quite a few times. So most of the time, 
the area that I'm in. Right. There's See, gonna be uh, so, well, there's gonna be in the city here. We have dedicated off. They're not officers, but dedicated highway people that are there that drive up and down the roads to help people out. Right. And when I've been out in the middle of nowhere, it's usually like. I don't notice them, and then all of a sudden I'm, you know, hundreds of feet past them, and I'd have to slow down and figure out a way to turn around and go back. I've thought about it plenty of times, but I just never have. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess it's it's way different around here just because there's fucking nobody around. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be there for a while. Um, no, I mean, I spend plenty of time just driving out into the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's the, I don't have to go too far to get out into areas that's a lot like the area that you live in. Sure. And I guess I can't really think of a time I saw someone broken down while I was... Because I like to go on drives just, just for the hell of it. I'll throw on some podcasts, go out, drive out around for a few hours, and uh, right. out in the middle of nowhere... And hell, I just maybe maybe I just found a new route out of Apocalypse when they hit Kansas City. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so I go and do that, and um, holy shit, I just got. Did you fart? What happened? No, um, like, dude. <laughs> no, I was trying. I was looking at Facebook, and there was just all all these people. Um, commenting that I didn't see before. Anyways, oh. I got distracted by Facebook. Damn it! But no, so I've never really stopped to help anybody out. I've thought about it. Oh, Kurt, Kurt Russell's in here watching. Dude, that's hot. So big fan. I like to call him Kurt Russell because, but he's actually Curtis Russell. He's a a client of my paranormal group. And we've investigated a couple places for him. Very nice. Down in Iola, Kansas. And Hell yeah. Um, he said he's fixed a few flats. Or he's fixed a few tires for people. Yeah. I mean, like I said, most of the time it's just they've already got it handled. And in this day and age, pretty much everybody has a cell phone. If they were to need a cell phone, I mean, they could just call for help, what have you. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so I, I ran out of stories. Yeah, I'm I'm bone dry over here. <laughs> bone I need dry. To do more research. I'm actually, you know, honestly, I'm still stuck in the teeter tunnel. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm gonna start calling it—the teeter tunnel. Like I've I've just been looking up shit about time travelers. I think it's interesting, especially now, like why everybody is doing it. Um. Like, why everybody is claiming they're a time traveler. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's what weird. What do we have to do to get our own, very own time traveler? That's what I want to know. We need to figure this out. We need to get a time traveler on the show. That's what we should do. And, like, I, I have reached out to Jesse Ventura now five separate times for just this show. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have got diddly shit nothing. So I don't know, like, how how to get a hold of him. I was on a radio show one morning um, in Omaha, Nebraska, and he was the guest right before me. 
his was obviously a phone interview. I was in studio or whatever, but God, I, I should just reach out to the jocks there and be like, how did you get him? You know, how did you get him on? I'm going to do that. Just to figure so David sent me another one. Now, actually, David wasn't the first one to send this to me. Actually, the first person to send this to me earlier in the week was Clint, our buddy Clint that lives here in town. And I actually saw this a few times because this has been all over Facebook. What's that? This is the um, numerous Alexa owners report Dude, creepy yes, laughing yes. coming from it. Do you have any of these devices I have like Alexa? Alexa if you don't, or do you have Alexa? I have Alexa, yeah. I have Alexa. And I tried Did the other night. Did this happen to you? No, it didn't. Um, and here's why. Um, I do have Alexa, all that fun stuff. However, I do not have um, like the smart light bulbs. Um, or anything like that that Alexa could control. Um, and it sounds to me like reading through the story, it sounded to me like they were saying Alexa, like dim the lights or Alexa shut off the lights and she would giggle. And so I wanted to hear what the giggle might sound like. So I had Alexa laugh for me. And it is kind of terrifying. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's more of a hee 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 type thing. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. It is. It is very weird. But yeah. Do you have Alexa I at I, your place? No, I don't. No? I don't have any of those. So, yeah, I don't have any of those devices. I, I don't have any. You afraid Apple the government? Devices in my phone. I mean, my, other than my daughter, my wife's phones. Right. I don't. I don't own any other Apple stuff. But of course, there's Google stuff. That's. Well, the I mean, same Alexa. Alexa isn't technology. Uh, Alexa isn't Apple though. I mean, she's just. Amazon. Oh, that's, Am it's that's Amazon. Amazon. That's yeah. right. So yeah, uh, so that's I mean, true. and no, it's I it's easy for me. Those little boxes you could talk to. Oh, I see. I see. Like it's super easy for me. Like in the morning or whatever, I get like the news brief, and so I just ask her to like tell me what's going on in the news, and you know all this stuff from like NPR pops up, um, and then I ask her to you know order my shit from from Amazon, which is like you know the important stuff like guitar strings and you know, guitar picks and fun shit like that. Um, I mean, that's all I have to say. And she just fucking does it. It's amazing. Love that shit. Super easy. I do easy. like the idea of a smart, anim not animated, but a smart digitalized yeah. home. Like, I want to move towards some of that stuff. Yeah, I do too. I want to I wanna kind of start progressing as well, especially this house. I think it'd be sexy. So I was going back through some of the chat on Facebook that I missed, okay. and that's what made me stop actually, because I realized there was a, a you know thirty five forty comments that I missed. Oh I, damn it! Even though I, I try not to respond to all of them, I like to keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, Josh Evanow, who I've seen him liking stuff and and stuff on Facebook recently, and he said. Absolutely, I think he's responding to the post. Uh, it says, absolutely, the Sofa King podcast guys promote them, meaning us, and got me hooked. Oh, cool. This is one of maybe five shows I actually follow now, and I look forward to the new episode every week. Oh, dude, thank you. And hopefully, oh, he posted a picture of a Doritos and I and a taco. <laughs> I, God damn it, I got to see these commercials. <laughs> I've got to see these commercials. Uh, so Gina came in for a little bit. I'm going to send her some Ecto stuff. She said she's going to put them in some kind of box. I don't know what kind of box, but a some Dybbuk kind box. of box. Dybbuk box, probably. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. 
So stuff, yeah, I though. mean, um, actually, I'm, I'm glad we're back on Facebook now, and uh, hopefully this week we have two episodes planned. Hopefully we'll keep up with the two episodes again. Yeah, this I hope coming so. up episode we're gonna have the butt sex girl on. That's right. That is right. And hopefully she has a lot more to say than just butt sex. Butt sex. <laughs> No, actually, I look forward to talking to her because yeah, be she fun. now writes for the Woodlife page that I have going. Oh, cool, man. She's going to talk about some Arkansas Bigfoot, and she's going to talk about the thing that Eric didn't have the balls to do, summoning succubus. That's right. And she's going to talk about some other great <laughs> stuff, whatever we want to talk about Arkansas-wise. So. Hell yes. Also, you guys have been very, very responsive with the... Uh, with the reviews on on iTunes. We're over 100 now, aren't we? We are. We went from just what, barely like breaking 50 to fi- 100. Yeah, pretty impressive. In a week, it's pretty damn impressive. So thank you guys very, very, very much for that. People are starting to finally like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right, pal. Do you have anything else that you would like to throw yes, in Yes, we haven't mentioned podbros.com. We need to go. You need to go check out Podbros, our parent, our network, not our parent. Listen our to me. Parents. They're not our parent company. I was going to say parent <laughs> company. I, I've been drinking gin a little bit this half, <laughs> box, half of the episode. But, yeah, so go I to podbros.com. Check out our network. Go say hi to the other shows on there. Yeah. We were supposed to have Sanguis on this week, but our our wires crossed, so hopefully we're going to get him on in the next coming weeks, along with a couple of the other shows on there for sure. Look for us to be going on their shows as well. Go check out our Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Go to patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show. And while you're there on Patreon, go to Podbro's Patreon and go check them out. And we're going to be doing a couple of special things just for Yes. their patreon so many episodes where we're collaborating with a couple other people on the network just for their patreon so go check out pod bros all they got going on you can listen to us on their website that's right and that would be awesome too if you're at work and you want to listen to us and you don't want to pop in some headphones or if you're at home and you just want to play us on your desktop just go to their website and press play and when we post the episode it just automatically posts up there so Hell go yeah. check that out. Cool, cool. All right, peeps. We're going to let you go. Have a good rest of your evening or day or whenever it is that you're listening to this. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. <laughs>